You're listening to The Gay Pro, where we empower gay business professionals from any industry to love who they are and love what they do. I'm your host, Omar Alexis Ochoa. Let's get into it. So get this. On average, your employment benefits will account for about 30% of your overall compensation. This means that the cost of health, vision, dental, retirement, life insurance, disability, spousal, all of these things add up and have value beyond just your salary. Now, chances are you already knew that, but take a second to really think about it. Kick-ass work benefits are a godsend, and for many people, a serious lifesaver. Let's jump in to how LGBTQIA marriage equality is impacting workplace benefits for you and your family. Consider that queer people from across the spectrum have only obtained full, federally recognized equality for these benefits four years ago, as of today in 2019. That means for almost the entirety of most gay professionals' careers, they have been receiving as much as 30% less compensation than their straight counterparts. Now, there are a ton of other factors that come into play when talking queer compensation, and I am most definitely oversimplifying, but let's spell some things out. If you're a gay or queer professional who's been in the biz a long time, life partner and all, and you've still been kicking ass for the past several years, I applaud you, really. Let's just take a second to acknowledge that and acknowledge what bullshit it's been up to this point. But things have changed, at least in the United States. As a quick summary, the Obergefell v. Hodges decision was a U.S. Supreme Court ruling handed down on June 26, 2015, that is known best for officially recognizing same-sex marriage. Not civil unions, not partnerships. Marriage. The same functional economic unit that straight people have been enjoying for literally ever. But that's not all it did. In recognizing marriage, the ruling has also entitled same-sex couples to all of the economic benefits of marriage. This means financial, tax, and estate planning benefits like sharing your healthcare plan with your partner, filing taxes jointly, and obtaining family tax deductions. This is all well and good, so what's the problem? Well, a large portion of queer people are still unaware of how this decision has changed their opportunity for benefits. I recently read an article published in 2016 by Leaders Edge magazine, which found that even after these rulings, somewhere between 40 and 50% of all LGBT professionals still did not know how the decision affected them. Many of these professionals surveyed were either married or in domestic partnerships, which exemplifies an unbelievable gap that severely sets back our community for no good reason. Now, as one caveat, the population overall, both straight and gay, does seem to be evenly split in terms of being confused by employment benefits broadly, so these statistics for LGBT couples are just about in step with the norm. However, one key differentiator is in the dissemination of information. Leaders Edge found that only about 21% of LGBTQI employed Americans reported their employer as being proactive in helping employees understand their benefits. This is a glaring problem given that such a monumental change in policy is something that everyone should be made aware of. 
Given that these benefits are something straight couples have always had, it might not seem worth the time or effort for some organizations to begin actively informing their LGBTQ employees of these changes. So what do you need to know? Well, to start, the court decision has made it your right to spousal benefits coverage for health, medical, vision, and more should your company extend them. This alone makes it easier for your partner to access healthcare that he, she, or they might not have had access to before. In addition, this recognition now enables you to make your partner the beneficiary of any life, retirement, and disability insurance policies. These may seem like just a couple of things that are obvious, but if you're someone that's been in a queer relationship for years before this decision, it's easy to become complacent and let things fall by the wayside. This is money on the table and a right that queer activists have fought for on your behalf. Take advantage of it. With the extension of spousal benefits, for example, some organizational structures may be useful for transgendered beneficiaries in transition-related expenses as part of healthcare coverage. These are incredible benefits worth looking into, but part of the responsibility is also on us as members of the LGBTQI community. In a world of corporate bureaucracy, paperwork, and just plain forgetfulness, it's very easy for organizations to just do the bare minimum, and a business is only as proactive and versatile as its employees. It's for that reason I urge you, if you are a queer professional, take a second to look at your benefits options at work. There might be some things you weren't entitled to before that could be life-changing. With such progress made with political and business landscapes, organizations both large and small now need time and effort to adapt to the new environment. And who better to help them shape queer positive policies than queer positive members of the community? Published in 2017, Bloomberg Law found that roughly 30% of organizations responding to a survey had no plans to implement policies specific to LGBT employees, even after the court decision, apart the legal requirements. Part of this is because of a lack of expertise on the subject, and now more than ever, organizations need to be considerate and representative of their talent if they want to keep them. This means that top organizations are in need of top LGBT talent to lead the charge in transforming a good place to work into a great place to work for everybody. Take healthcare, for example. The Human Rights Campaign's Healthcare Equality Index finds that, above all, healthcare companies maintaining high visibility to LGBTQ employees results in a higher degree of LGBT patient-centered care. This is because such visibility allows members of the community to serve as resident experts that can informally educate their colleagues about how to address LGBTQIA patient concerns, provide feedback on policies aimed at them, and further attract more diverse talent by serving as ambassadors on the organization's inclusivity. This is something I want everyone listening to this episode to take home. Being queer is a key differentiator. Queer professionals can and should leverage their unique experiences to make their workplaces safer, more inclusive, and more attractive to diverse talent. This is something organizations need critically and cannot obtain by simply hiring a consulting agency. It's something that must grow organically through a commitment to policy and through the efforts of LGBTQI employees in leadership positions. 
That's about it for now, but I hope this episode has motivated you to re-examine your workplace benefits. Do not leave money on the table and chase your bag. Thanks so much for listening, and if you haven't already, please make sure to follow me on Instagram at thegaypro for more behind-the-scenes content related to everything I do that's gay in business. I'm also on Twitter at thegayprofm and Facebook at thegaypro. Thanks so much, and we'll chat next time.